0: Upon stumbling on founders community here in Stockholm, I had a privilege of meeting absolutely incredible people, driven entrepreneurs and serial entrepreneurs, who are running companies left and right, who are creating products and services for the world at large. These people are people with vision, who think differently and who think big, and people who are up for the challenge. In today's episode, I am interviewing one of these founders. A developer with big dreams of changing the course of education worldwide using the power of ai this episode is a testament of what a small thing with the right vision and the right mindset can do in a very short period of time so without further ado i'll let my guest sas shakirov share his journey of how he came to be where he is today Welcome everybody. Today we have uh, Stas Shakiro, a founder of uh, Mike Hello History, and uh, what else? Humley. Humley. Yeah and the anxiety app. What was it uh, facing it? Facing it. Wow. So you have a in this. So you've been in Sweden for what? Three, four years? Almost four years. Almost four years. And these four years, you created three apps. Uh-huh. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Who are you, and uh, how come you ended up in Sweden, and uh, how come you developed these things in such a short period of time?
1: Hi. Huh? Yeah, I think uh, we could have been faster developing them, but uh, wow! Uh, happy to be here. So I uh, started programming when I was uh, 15. Uh, I'm originally from Russia. Um, I've been always dreaming about uh, working on something big and meaningful, but uh, back home, I couldn't really find co-founders or uh, investment or even ideas for uh, a startup. So my first step was to move to Sweden. Uh, so. I found a job in a startup called uh, Diet Doctor. That was a um, a company founded by uh, a doctor, actually, uh, Andreas. And uh, yeah, they needed to build a mobile app, so they hired me uh, to help with that. Uh, Both the storm and um, there I met Martin. Uh, Ballad is my co-founder, and we decided to start uh, our first stuff called Facing It.
0: <laughs> and why Facing It?
1: Uh, the idea is inspired by exposure therapy, facing your fears, and can help you let go of anxiety. So the app is for people with social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, we both are and still are very passionate about helping other people, and social anxiety is something that uh, I had, mm-hmm. and still have in some social situations. Mm-hmm. So I, my experience uh, letting it go and plus vision of Martin to build a big um, big company uh, helped us. Get things started.
0: I see, and that was in the first year of Sweden, or was it in the second year of Sweden? No, that no. was I think uh, third year in Sweden. It was the third year in Sweden. So third year of Sweden, you, decide, you decided to build your first app with uh-huh. your co-founder Martin. Uh-huh. Okay, and then after when was this app launched? Launched like a month or three, four after.
1: Yeah, I think it took us uh, maybe two, three, three months to build the prototype, and then we launched it. We iterated. Um, it took us a month to iterate. And then we applied to Stink uh, Accelerate program mm-hmm. and we got accepted. Uh, nice, good job. Yeah, we, it was funny. Marcin, uh already quit his job. And uh, I think on the first week after he quit it, uh, Stink uh, let us know that we mm-hmm. we got accepted and that meant a uh, first investment, uh, 500,000 uh, sec. Mm-hmm. So our savings plus that money, um, we, we managed to, you know, Iterate the product a couple of more times, mm-hmm. and uh, but then during uh, Sting program, which was amazing, yeah, great coaches, great companies, and uh,
0: just to summarize, yeah. Apple Sting is an incubator, like a pretty big incubator. has yes. companies to uh, to come to Sting, and then they provide coaching and they provide money. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, just great uh, environment. They provide yeah. great environment yeah. to build products. Okay. Yeah. And how long were you, were you part of the Sting? I think uh, four months. Four months. Four okay. Was
1: the program, and by the end of the program. Uh, we had to demo our product and our results, mm-hmm. our traction. The fixing it. Yeah. Facing it. So even though the app was launched and it worked uh, quite well, we didn't manage to uh, gain traction, uh, from the product perspective. So, uh, retention wasn't that high and uh, we didn't make many, much sales. So, um, I think just two three weeks uh, before the launch, before the demo day, uh Martin asked me if I can build this uh new app with historical figures. Uh back then we, we were we were using GTP three mm-hmm. to provide AI psychology uh help to people with social insights. So we mm-hmm. had then chat with psychologists. If you were to face your fears and let's say talk to a stranger mm-hmm. on the street. And you have negative thoughts, mm-hmm. you talk to gtp three, mm-hmm. and it will provide guidance how to challenge those thoughts.
0: So that's where the hill of history came around. Okay, and that was early this year. Uh, it was uh, no, it was actually December last year. December last year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, and uh, so, w- what happened in the end with uh, with facing it? So, th- it didn't get much traction. You got the you got the money from the uh, steam, and then what happened with uh, that whole endeavor?
1: I mean, it's still running. Some people um, are still using it. Um, we. We are maintaining it, but we're not building any new features. Mm-hmm. So I hope that in the future, when we grow a bit bigger, mm-hmm. maybe we will relaunch it mm-hmm. in different transformed but right now the app is there. You can download it.
0: Yeah. I see. But I see.
1: Yeah. We're not okay.
0: And so you started uh, so you noticed like, uh, okay, we can give help, uh, through psychological, well, um, conversation. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. And that's, and how did that evolve into, into Hello history?
1: Yeah. So
0: I'll summarize to yeah. of people, uh, what is Hello History? Yeah,
1: Hello History is a fun app where you can chat with historical figures uh, via the AI. So we have 400 figures, you can 400. Yeah, you can pick any and uh, have a fun or deep conversations mm-hmm. and people seems to like it. Uh, we got traction in, in the States, some uh, mediums wrote about this. Medium, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. not medium, medium, I mean uh, some news. Uh, Use websites. Okay. But so back to the stink. Yeah. We were a couple of weeks before demo day and uh, we had to show something. So I think uh, idea came from my co founder. But then I, uh, after talking with the team, we decided to give it a try. So we basically repackaged facing it into a new app. We reused 80% of our previous uh, tech mm-hmm. and uh, we launched it. I think first version uh, on Android. Uh, went online and two, three weeks, a mm-hmm. couple of more weeks. We after a couple of more weeks, we launched iOS and uh, and you presented that to sting. Yeah, we presented mm-hmm. a, at the sting. Mm-hmm. The day, um, we actually presented both apps. In mm-hmm. then we thought that uh, we can find a way to combine them into AI coaching, but um, it wasn't. A, it was a promising idea, but uh, we didn't we didn't go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first months after launch, I think we got um, 400 uh, active subscriptions mm-hmm. and uh, people just loved the app.
0: Yeah. How's the retention on the Hello history?
1: Yeah, the retention is something that we're still improving. I think we have very good conversion rates. Mm-hmm. But, uh, retention is, uh, I can't remember the numbers, but uh, it's overall the app is profitable mm-hmm. commercially speaking. So we have a um, positive um, cost of acquisition uh, versus uh, Ltd, So the hats are profitable. Mm-hmm. But we're still figuring uh, out triple retention.
0: I see. And when it comes to this thing, do, do they acquire like a private equity in the company? Or yeah, okay. Okay, so you don't have to pay back the 50, half a million uh, crowns. All right. And they, they own Hello of history, partially don't have a hell of history, or do they own uh, just the facing it? So legally speaking, uh, it's the same company. Aha, uh-huh. okay. So they are co-owners of both products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Humly, so Humly is a third app that yeah. you launched uh, outside of the program? or yes. is, okay. So
1: what happened after we launched uh, Hello History is that many teachers um, have reached out and they, uh, many, many of them, they want to use Hello History in classrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we built Hume. Uh, Humi is a platform for teachers to get our historical figures um, to the classrooms yeah. so that uh, kids get uh, more fun and engaging way uh, to our history, and it also saves time from teachers. I see. So we launched it. Um, we started working on it, uh, during the summer after receiving, um, uh, uh, more investment from, uh, angel investors here. Um, and we launched it, uh, more than one month ago. Uh, right now we are working with, uh, uh 15 schools. And in uh, the US, Wolfwood? Yeah. Mostly in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And many, many, are in the waiting list, like mm-hmm. hundreds of them. Hundreds of them are a waiting list. Yeah. Wow. We don't have a big enough team to handle
0: wow that's a that's a huge inspiration to be in a place where you're like the demand is just huge and it's like oh shit <laughs> you better pick up the shovel and
1: <laughs> okay yeah so that's when I uh, look at our sales pipeline I can't believe what I see but uh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: this now I see mm. that is so inspiring and what was it like so like uh, you mentioned to me that you have a core motivation which is to uh, help inspire people to start their own companies Can you tell me a little bit more about that
1: Yeah I think. As a software engineer, first of all, um, I see that, you know, my skills can be used in very different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can be used in a good way and in the bad way, okay, in a meaningful way and, uh, meaningless ways. And, uh, I think both from professional perspective, but also spiritual as a person, uh, nothing compares to being a technical co-founder like i've been working in in early stage startups for more than uh, more than 8 years mm-hmm. and what i'm doing here is is just uh, the most meaningful and the most challenging and transforming experience that i've ever had nice and um, i think many engineers they just perhaps uh, some of them they uh, don't yet see that their skills could, could you know, really change the world if you put mm. enough effort and if you work with right people. Um, yeah, it could, yeah, make a difference. Mm. And I actually regret not starting the company earlier. I think I was uh, too attached to this feeling of comfort that, um, that employment gives you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like a steady salary and... Which you don't necessarily get as a, when you, yeah.
1: Not initially at least. (laughs) Yeah. But it's also, it's not the path for everyone.
0: Exactly. That's what I've heard as well. Like, uh, I mean, a a lot of people that go about their own startups, they're just like, I do not recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what's up with that? I mean, on, on one side, you know, like it's, it's extremely fulfilling. Uh-huh. And on the other side, you know, we have statistics that like, you know, 90, 95 plus startup fail after the yeah. first couple of years. Yeah. So how, how do you reconcile that? Then like if 95% fail, how like, you know, you have a, such a strong trajectory, like, you know, seeing this demand, uh-huh. you know, it doesn't give you some kind of a security and no. No, no, no. I'm not under illusion, but this demand
1: uh, is enough. You know, it makes me more worried because I mean, many things can happen. Competitor could emerge, Mm -hmm. Uh, governments could regulate us, I mean, not us, but this industry, Mm -hmm. and they are doing it already. And uh, we need to be very, very quick, quick to uh, launch, iterate, launch again, iterate again, Mm -hmm. expand and build more. But to answer a previous question, um, I think I, as a person, I can't see another way, like for me I've been always taking risks and even if um even if I fail like as a CTO or mm-hmm. as a co-founder even if the company fails I will be more uh, grateful than if I had thinking very mm-hmm. paid you know software engineering job mm-hmm. it's just yeah I can't see another way wow well, mm-hmm. and now I actually think I need to take more risks <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> yeah
0: how will you take more risks
1: it's a good question. Uh, Does it already have a pipeline? Yeah, I mean, might um, be more aggressive with hiring, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know I you think about
0: it. Okay, okay. And where do you see this uh, this venture going? So on one side you have B2B, uh, which is Humley, selling to schools and education. Yeah, uh, and Hubi. I think Hub- Humly is Yeah, sorry. Uh, There's a similar company in uh, there. Uh, who is Humli? yeah. Humly, Humly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so where do you see this, uh, going? I mean, you could be like completely international or all around the world. Uh, I assume you have people interested from different parts of the world or just U S
1: yeah, most of our customers stay, uh, U S based. We yeah. have some European, uh, schools as well in mm-hmm. Denmark, in Switzerland. Um, but I mean, we have very ambitious vision, but if we succeed, the outcome will be It will be greater than our wishes, Mm. hopefully. Um, otherwise, I mean, otherwise it will be good, but I mean, what we want to become is, um, a platform for teachers that uses AI to basically provide AI ready to help them prepare new generations for AI first, uh, society when people use AI every day, Mm. safely and effectively to solve meaningful problems. And I think, and I think this transformation that, uh, technology started it, mm-hmm. but schools should, you know, get engaged and, and really prepare new generations for, for this world that's
0: better for to change.
1: Exactly. <laughs> to change drastically. It is. Yes. And, and we take this, uh, you know, we see our, our, um, our role and our mission is, uh, in first being a uh, very tech and the agenda, but also being responsible. So mm-hmm. we have a style that the technology to the way using is uh, yeah it has biases.
0: Mm. Exactly. That's what I'll do. um because uh, you, who, who guides these conversations? Uh, like uh like if you're if if the program is impersonating Einstein, you know, like um uh, there could be biases from Yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. And and how do how does one protect against these biases? You know, to include all the I mean, what if some leaders were ex- racist <laughs> yeah. and uh, sexist and God knows what, you know? And, and, and do, do you like uh, incorporate, so when it comes to each of these um, personalities, uh, where, where where's the source? Mm-hmm. What's the source of these personalities?
1: So we use GTP3 and 4 as a base models. Um, that means the biases that those models have. Hello, history and I'm Hume, historical figures. Uh, they also have, it. Mm. and uh, so what we do to avoid or um, to work with the risks mm-hmm. is the following. First, we acknowledge that the models are not perfect. Mm-hmm. So we give um, warnings and uh, we give instructions to the teachers. But also in Hume, we developed a feature that lets uh, a teacher correct uh, the answer if the answer is not good enough.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she teaches a very a presentation and the answer is like, what is the And <laughs> so she goes and connects the answer. <laughs>
1: yeah, you could do that. And yeah. could also have a teacher upload um, any teaching materials that you might have, such as articles, books.
0: Mm-hmm. And have Einstein give you lectures.
1: Yeah, eventually, yes. That's our, I mean, that's our
0: vision for the product. Uh, for different teachers to give uh, lectures. Mm. Yeah, I see. And where do you stand in relation to implementing like audio, as I just like the GPT has now?
1: Yeah, uh, probably we will build it within a month. Uh, not our focus. We had a prototype with zero. it works. Yeah. We just need to, you know, make it. It's that complicated.
0: No. Okay. And the voice-wise, like, how, where how is the voice being sourced?
1: So there are a few third parties that we can use. From our experience, Eleven Labs seems to be the best. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, we will. We will find a way. Yeah. Okay. That's not our immediate need and focus.
0: Mm-hmm. No. What? What is immediate need and focus? It's
1: a good question. Uh, I think we want to. We want to really make teachers happy with the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that uh, 15 schools uh, have bought it and they they like it. We mm-hmm. just need to take that knowledge, and uh, transform the product mm-hmm. in a way that uh, you can get. That experience without talking to the sales, uh, which is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. So we are automating sales mm-hmm. while making the product
0: okay a lot better. Okay, okay, yeah. Good think, and uh, I, I'm curious, where do you start with using Hello Vista? Do you use it in your personal life? Yeah, of course. Yeah, How, like, what I'm curious, where, where do you go? It's like, who do you who do you chat with, and uh, what kind of topics do you uh, explore with uh, with your favorite role models? Is it Roland? Yeah. I think, uh,
1: one way to use it is, uh, when you explore new concepts, mm-hmm. uh, you could chat with the actual authors of those concepts. Mm. Uh, so for instance, uh, couple of years ago, I was interested in political philosophy and, uh, um, John Rawls was one of the philosophers that brought my attention, uh, and. Another day on the party, we had a chat about political science and mm-hmm. just chatting to him about his ideas, mm-hmm. what makes a society just was very, very interesting and fun. And, uh, you could test your own understanding of different philosophical ideas by mm-hmm. just chatting with historical figures. Mm-hmm. Of course it won't be hundred percent accurate, but mm-hmm. it's still interesting and fun fulfilling. I see. Um, and we see a lot of interesting feedback from our customers, some people found, uh, their grandfathers or grandmothers in the app, or some relatives. Some people found their favorite authors and uh, some people had very interesting truth for me experiences yeah. and that's what I read on uh, Google Play reviews.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, this seems like you know you're 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 making dreams come true in some way because like it was uh, I saw like a video from uh, Steve Jobs that uh, back back in the days that uh, she predicted that one day we may be able to ask Aristotle a question and he will answer us back. So we're here, yeah. we have a ride. But I think uh,
1: who really made this happen is OpenAI. Uh, they built the base model, they built the API. Mm-hmm. We just joined the right time and right place yeah. to channel it in a user-friendly way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, do you have competitors? Because this seems like a very, uh, seems like a very rich ni- niche or like it, it's a, Seems like, uh, you hit the gold line in a way because who doesn't want to chat with the role models?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we do have competitors, uh, many other people have tried, mm-hmm. uh, some, some succeeded at building something similar. I think what differentiated us is focusing on, uh, history and prioritizing that user experience. Mm-hmm. So there are many apps that are more broad mm-hmm. and many apps that, uh, they are great at some things, but what our customers tell us is that Flow History has something, uh, something in the way it feels. Yeah, interactions. It, yeah, how fast it is. So we really took uh, a lot of time actually improving and iterating on the user interface and heal you you it. You ask a question and you get the answer back, and um, you know sometimes in less than two seconds, in faster than ChatGTP. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Well it comes to Humi, there are um, startups that are emerging in this field, and we love it. We take inspiration from them mm-hmm. and uh, we accept the challenge, mm-hmm. both technically and product side. It's That's very cool. fun to be in this field.
0: Yeah, I see. I see.
1: But I think what another thing that makes us more competitive is our amazing team. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, how many are you in the team? I think we are, um, 60 people. 60 people. 60 people. Even though we started this together with uh, Martin, right now, most of the effort is coming from our team and mm-hmm. I can't be, I'm, I'm super grateful for the talent that we, we have in the arts team. Mm-hmm. From developers, designers, advisors, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's remarkable. Remarkable.
0: Okay, I think we finished it. Thank you <laughs> for coming to the show. Yes, thank you.